Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A decade's worth of Chinese bluster and swagger versus PH. First word. Most Filipinos probably do not know it, but their country marked in 2023 a full decade of continued bullying, harassment and swarming by China at the Eung and Shoal inside the country's exclusive economic zone, EEZ, in the South China Sea. Now, in the new year, unless defense preparations pan out, the armed forces of the Philippines, AFP, projects that Chinese harassment tactics will probably intensify during the year. Symptom, not cause. Shannon Tietze, editor-in-chief of The Diplomat wrote an article on the tensions in the South China Sea, December 31, 2023. She interviewed SCS expert Gregory Poling on the China-Philippines dispute, the strategy of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr., and the role of the Philippines-U.S. alliance. Poling, the director of the Southeast Asia Program and Asia Maritime Transparency Initiative at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, CSIS, noted that these tensions have been simmering for over a decade. The deepening U.S.-Philippine alliance is a symptom of China's behavior in the South China Sea, not its cause, Poling said. China has been harassing Philippine resupply missions for more than a decade and has been steadily increasing the intensity of their coercive tactics for at least the last five years, he said. Ms. Tietze wrote, in the second half of 2023, reports of incidents between Chinese and Philippine vessels in the South China Sea began piling up at an alarming rate. Chinese vessels used water cannons on and collided with Philippine ships seeking to resupply an outpost on 2nd Thomas Shoal, which is also claimed by China. Manila reported swarming of other disputed reefs by Chinese fishing vessels and maritime militia. The Philippine government has made clear that it expects these clashes to continue and even escalate in 2024. In October, November, and December, there was a spate of reported run-ins between Chinese and Philippine vessels near disputed maritime features in the South China Sea including several collisions. Is the frequency of such encounters new, or just new to us in the sense that the Philippines didn't previously publicize these incidents? The frequency and intensity of these run-ins have definitely increased, and began doing so from spring 2022. China has maintained a daily Coast Guard patrol around 2nd Thomas Shoal, Eungan, the site of these incidents, since late 2013 and has regularly deployed maritime militia boats around it since at least 2018. China has also blocked or harassed Philippine resupply missions to the troops stationed at 2nd Thomas Shoal on many occasions under both the previous Aquino and Duterte administrations. But during the latter, Manila did its best to sweep those under the rug. Now, with President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. at the helm, Manila has dramatically reversed Duterte's kowtow to Beijing. In his defense and foreign policy, Marcos has championed a more vigorous opposition to China's claim of the entire South China Sea. He has also ramped up Manila's security alliance with Washington. The government has also pursued security ties with Australia and Japan, and shored up its defense capability through major additions to its equipage and weapons system. From Europe, France, Germany and the United Kingdom have sent warships to visit the region in a major show of support for the Philippines in order to preserve peace and stability in the strategic waterway. China has replied to this buildup of support for and defense capability of Philippine forces by unveiling a new vocabulary and tactic against opponents and critics of its actions. 
It now calls all criticism and opposition to its policies and tactics provocations, suggesting that it will try harder and will be more determined to dominate the region. It has urged the United States to stop supporting the Philippines' infringement in the South China Sea, even as it warned Manila that it would not turn a blind eye to its repeated provocations in the region. It called U.S. action in concert with a treaty ally, the Philippines, as meddling in the SCS issue. Similarly, China has issued warnings to outside countries that have expressed support for Manila's defense measures, including joint patrols in the SCS. Oxymoronic fantasy. Will anyone be cowed by these warnings or veiled threats? Probably not provocations is an oxymoronic word to describe China's stance in the SCS dispute. It was China's invalid claims to islands and islets in the waterway that impelled the Philippines to file the case against Beijing at the Permanent Court of Arbitration at The Hague, in accordance with the provisions of the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, UNCLO. The Philippines cited in particular China's pathetic 9-line map in support of its claim to virtually the entire SCS. Its failure to defend its claims and actions in the arbitral case led to the unfavorable verdict against it by the arbitral tribunal. It was China's actions against Philippine supply missions to its troops at Aung and Shoal that precipitated the various incidents and clashes in the waterway. China's spokesmen need some lessons in the English language to make their threats and warnings stick. Yen Observer at gmail.com